Welcome. I am so grateful you are here. Let's expand our consciousness. Information leads to transformation. Open your heart. Open your mind. We're on this ascension ride. It's an honor to bring this information to you. This is the Tabitha Polaris Show. Welcome, I am Tabitha Polaris and this is episode 28. On today's show, intuitive visionary artist Susan Walter will teach us all about angels, assist us in how we can connect with our own angels, the divine, and tell us all about her angel portrait sessions. If you enjoyed today's show, leave a comment or rating, subscribe and share with like-minded friends. This is a weekly health and wellness podcast released every Tuesday. My intention is to raise the frequency of the planet, assist in your spiritual ascension, and bring awareness to the holistic lifestyle. We discuss provocative topics in the metaphysical, spiritual, and wellness fields. If you love God, source, love, and light, if you're a light worker, wellness warrior, or want to live a life full of joy and peace, if you respect your physical body and want to heal our planet's environment, or if you're just curious about living a more peaceful and balanced life, this is your home. This is the Great Awakening, and it's time for us to unite. Join our community at TabithaPolaris.com. You can also find me on all social media sites under that name. Check out the description of the episode for direct links to discover how to connect with today's guests, sponsor, the discount code page, and the link to join my Soul Tribe community and my website to find out what I'm up to. Thank you to everyone listening to this podcast, sharing the show on social media, and those who are leaving comments and ratings. I'm so grateful. Now I'd like to tell you about today's special guest. Susan is an intuitive visionary artist. After near-death experiences as a child, Susan was given the ability to see into the angelic realms, allowing her to see the angels in their pure light form. She uses this ability to draw your angel portraits and relay messages and insights from your angels. Susan is also the artist author of Solfeggio Mandala Activation Guides and Meditation Decks assisting us to realign with our original blueprint. She also creates healing art with a conscious heart from her visions during meditation. This is her way of connecting with the divine and to assist humanity to do the same and recognize the divine within ourselves and each other's. Our intention of today's show is to assist you in connecting with your angels and the divine universe. Please welcome Susan Walter. Say hello, Susan. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm excited to do, talk to you today. I'm so excited to have you. We actually had to reschedule because we had that bad storm on the East Coast. So I had no power when we were going to record last time. That was crazy. So thank you so much for your understanding. I'm so glad you're here. Yeah, I'm just glad you and your family are safe. Oh, I'm so glad we got power that night. And <laughs> I was getting kind of hot. I was like, how am I going to sleep? Yeah. It was so hot. So I usually tune into the energy of uh, the guest and I pick an angel oracle card for the show. And today I was guided to use the Keepers of the Light deck. And I actually picked uh, Light Activation, Sanat Kumara, Ooh. 
which is kind of cool because I guess it matches up with your artwork, I believe, has DNA activations in it. And um, when I look at it, it's deep, it, so it does. It really does. Pretty cool card for you. So the it says, shine your light. Your internal guidance is coming through loud and clear. So that's your card right there. Oh, cool. Neat, right? Kind of a magical being as well and all in white. So yes. Very beautiful. So I'm so grateful you are with us today. I checked out your website. You have so much artwork and creative juices flowing. <laughs> I'm like so excited to get to know you. So many things to ask you. I don't even know where to start. <laughs> but I, you said you had a near-death experience. I have met so many people who are so much more intuitive after their near-death experience. Why do you think that is? And is it true for you? Did that happen to you as well? Um, yes, it did. Uh, now, um, there are some details of mine that I don't recall, partly because I was so young. I was only four and six years old during you know, when I had my experiences. Um, so there, you know, there are some details I don't remember, but the experience itself I do, but I don't really remember, you know, I've read the records of what caused it and, you know, that I had to have life-saving surgeries, but I don't remember a whole lot about le what led up to it. You don't really know if you were intuitive before or after? Um, no, not before. Um, yeah, I was probably just a normal four-year-old. That was, um, I was always, um, I've been accused of being extremely inquisitive. Why was my favorite word? But why, mommy? I said the same thing. But why, mommy? But why? But yeah, why? why? Oh, hi, mommy. <laughs> That's what my mom told me I did. So can you please explain what you do for everyone listening? Our community is going to love what you do. Um, one the, What got me started in, um, on this journey was... Um, you know, because I am able to see, you know, my own angels and, and then in 97, they started showing me everybody else's. Um, I have been drawing angel portraits now for about 23 years. I argued for the first about six months or so, but I don't know if you've ever argued with angels. It doesn't go well. Doesn't go well when you don't listen. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Um, so yeah, eventually I listened and um, yeah, so I've been drawing angel portraits for 23 years now, um, and then it, and that's just kind of continued to evolve into all, all these other things that just fascinate me. How did you get started doing angel portraits? Um, you know, I, the first ones I did were you know for you know family and friends, and then um, I was friends with one of the um our local shop owners here one of the metaphysical shop owners and because i was like one of the very first customers that had ever walked into her store and uh, so i started out you know just occasionally um three four times a year i'd go in on a saturday um and do them at her shop and then i eventually as my children got a little older i started doing a few of the metaphysical fairs yeah and then with all this craziness we're all experiencing right now, I've started even doing it via Zoom, just like we are today. That's really so much more efficient, isn't it? It's kind of forcing us to... <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, yeah, I know I had done it from photograph as well for a long time. Um, 
but yeah, being emailed a photograph and then, yeah, it's just not as personal of an experience as it is being able to do this. I did look at some of your angel portraits that you had on your website. They're beautiful and they're simply, they're simple, but yet powerful. And I mm -hmm. noticed, so thank you. They're beautiful. Um, I noticed they don't have faces. Is there a reason why you leave the faces blank? Or I have you see never them? seen faces, even during my own near death experiences. And I have asked me, you know, why? Um, and they have told me it's because I see them in their more pure light form. Oh, that's more mean. their natural state, even when they, you know, are appear to each other. So I, do you believe that angel, like angels are light beings then? Um, yes, I do. Cause I see light beings, but I also see angels. So I guess there's many levels of beings and angels. That's um, yeah. They just all exist in faster and slower frequencies. Yes. We're going to be like best friends because we both love frequency and art. Um, um, yes. I'm so into that. I don't know um, if I told you I'm, I'm in the studio creating a guided meditation album with healing frequency music to balance each chakra. Oh, wonderful. So I was using my voice and instruments and I have a Rav Vast drum and it's been such a fun experience. And again, like you said before, this was something that, you know, I was intuitively guided to do. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, I'm just following what, you know, my <laughs> yeah. guidance, my inner intuition, not knowing how or what's going to happen. And it's been so much more fun to live that way. And I feel well, like that's how you live. Like, right. You kind yes, of just I do. And um, yeah, I do crystal singing bowl meditations. I saw that on your website too. And I listened to them. They're beautiful. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm mine... definitely gonna we're gonna have a collaboration in our future. I yeah, feel. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. With today's technology, we can totally collaborate on a song in the studio together, mm -hmm. or do a live. Yeah. So my Reiki masters let me borrow their full crystal singing chakra set of bowls oh, for wow. this album. Like, and I was so lucky. And it was right before quarantine and all this crazy stuff happened. So I've just had all the bowls to play with this whole time. <laughs> it's been so much fun. When did you get your first crystal bowl? Um, my first crystal bowl, I probably got, oh, probably 2004. Um, and before that, I, I actually started out with the pounded Tibetan bowls because um, my children are small enough. I didn't trust them not to break the crystal bowls. Are those the gold bowls? Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. The ones that are pounded and they're actually, cause they're not quite as even. They're actually harder to play. Oh, I was going to ask you the difference. I've heard both. They're both beautiful. The crystal mm -hmm. bowls and the Tibetan bowls are both beautiful. Yeah, cause, and they're harder to play. Uh, the, the, the ones that are handmade, um, you know, and pound, literally pounded into shape. And there mm -hmm. are also metal bowls out there now that are poured. Um, but those I, some of those are not made from this, you know, because the original hand pounded, they're made with seven metals. Um, I don't believe the hand poured metal ones are, though I'm, to be honest, there may be some that are, I'm not a hundred percent, but I, if there are, I've not seen them. So interesting. So let's go back to the angel portraits because yes. I, I wanted to know, um, do they have names? Um, yes, they do. Um, and I, when I'm doing a portrait, that's always the last detail that I'm given. 
but their full names would take about 15 to 20 minutes to pronounce. And really? Because, yeah. <laughs> they're very tonal, almost like chanting. Um, and because we need something shorter than that, they spell for me a piece of it. And the pronunciation then is what feels totally right to you. There's no right or wrong. And if you want to abbreviate it further, um, that's okay too. I wanted to know um, how many angels do we have? Do like, if I met a few of them, are there more or do all the angels work with all of us or what's the story? <laughs> um, everybody has a minimum of three personal angels. That's cool. That's good to know everyone. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then of course, then the ones that we know um, as archangels, like um, Michael, Raphael, Gabriel, et cetera, they, um, they're going to come and go as they're called upon and as they're needed. The archangels seem to be able to just, well, time doesn't really exist in other dimensions, so they could be in multiple places at once. Yes, yes, they our, can. The because, way that we comprehend it, right? Uh -huh, so. Yeah, and that's why it's a lot of times if you're asking your angels for assistance on something and there is a time frame involved, give them the full date. Tell them, you know, August 11th, 2020. Don't say, you know, by the end of the week or, you know, because... And I know, I don't got you, but I've experienced this numerous times where my angels is, oh, it's going to happen soon. Thanks a lot, Angel. That was specific. Uh -huh. yeah, that's, you know, soon to, the, to uh, you know, soon to us, you know, we would think week, 10 days, you know, wow. just going to, you know, month at the most. All right. That's yeah, good to, advice. To them soon, you know, it really has no time reference. So how can connecting with angels help us and what can they do for us? Uh, you know, the main thing, they want us to talk to them more. Uh, you know, I started out for, you know, when I really started talking to my angels, I actually had a journal that I'd write them letters. And sometimes, you know, yeah, I was complaining about this or that, or, you know, the coworker or that, you know, whatever was going on in my life. Um, but, you know, they really want us to ask them for help. Cause there's a lot of times there's things they'd like us to help us with, but because we are not giving permission for that assistance, they're not able to interfere with our free will. So by asking them for help, we're giving them that permission. This is a good tip. Yeah. So let's get a little more specific. So I have three angels that work with me that are not my family members. They are just angels in the realm. Yeah. Because it is extremely rare that a, an angel has taken a physical form before. You know, where um, spirit guides are just the opposite. It is extremely rare that they have not taken physical form. So a family member could possibly become a spirit guide. The general rule, they have their own karma, their own life lessons and things that they're here to experience. So, yeah, they may just come and check on you from time to time um, as they go along their own path. Got it. So um, Archangel Michael has shown himself to me when I did do Reiki sessions. So I can mm -hmm. use all my senses to feel him and uh, receive messages from him and get blessings. Uh, Archangel Metatron came once or twice, but the other archangels I've never seen or connected with. So what could I do? Is it my own frequency not high enough to connect with those other angels? Or do I have to actually call their names and ask them specifically for help or 
Um, I would ask them specifically for help. So I guess it would be fun to like do a, a different, you know, connect to each archangel each day and just like say a little. Yeah, that'd be that would be thing fun, right? Uh huh. Ooh. It would. All right, I'm gonna get on that. Maybe next. Yeah, yeah, and even yeah, yeah, because they all have different purposes. They're here to, yeah, help us with different things. Like Archangel Raphael, yeah, he's the healer. Mm. Yeah, where Michael's the warrior. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they all have you know different things that they are better at. Just like you know, there's we have things that we're better at than than others. How many archangels are available to us? My understanding is there are as many angels as there are blades of grass. Whoa. Now, now, now that does count. You know, your our personal angels that are here. We also have other angels here that you know, help with, you know, oversee other things as well. They're not, ne not just personal ones, but they're also not necessarily been um, referred to as archangels. Got it. You were saying before, like my grandma would, would be a spirit guide for me, not necessarily an angel. She could possibly become a spirit guide. Yes. Would she be one of my angels or no? No. As a general rule. Yeah. I just wanted to clarify that. So your family members that are passed on would be spirit guides. Uh -huh, possibly. Yes. Possibly. Mm -hmm. All right. Got it. And if they weren't your uh, family members that you've known, then they just are given that job up in that realm. Yeah. So, you know, you your angels and spirit guides, you're both going to have set, you're going to have sat down with them before you took physical form and planned out the lessons and things that you wanted to learn in this lifetime. So if you get off path, you can ask them, what, what's my next step to uh -huh. get back on path? Yes. Right? That's like a good thing uh -huh. to say. If you feel like you, you know, you kind of made the wrong decision or you're, you've learned your lesson, but things keep happening or you're attracting certain things, maybe that would be a good question to ask them, right? What, what's my next step uh -huh. or any other things? Yeah. So we got the difference between angels and spirit guides. Um, I was curious what, you know, we can, we know about archangels. What about the seraphims and cherubims? They are, they're, are they just in a different, they don't really. And they're just different groups, different, different groups. groups and that, and they have different and different intentions. They're, you know, they're, they're better at helping with different things than others. You obviously are an artist and you love angels so you've combined two things that you love and you're like helping other people so say i wanted an angel portrait how does that work i i tell you know what's the process of getting an angel portrait do you work um you ask questions and you interview us or do you talk to us or do we fill out a form and then you draw and then we get it later or how does that and, work? um just set up the appointment are you gonna which can all be done on my website you can go in and purchase the portrait and schedule your appointment for a time that works for you. Either the, anywhere from a couple hours to the day before, I'll send you a link on Zoom. Um, and then we'll just chat. I mean, they, and they start, they come forth very quickly, um, but they don't show me everything all at once. First, they'll show me like what color paper I'm supposed to use. Then they'll show me, you know, what color the main, what we would call body is. Then once I'm about done with that, then they'll show, start showing me the colors in what we refer to as wings. You know, beings of light, though, don't need wings to get around. Yeah, you know, they'll show me the colors and then the pattern. And, and the whole time we're just chatting. Um, and then if there are any messages come up, 
um, during that process, then um, I will relay those messages. So I also see that, you know, you do the mandalas um, mm -hmm. and you, do you like create a mandala for each meditation you do? Um, no, um, what I've done is the mandalas, I've created 81 mandalas. Each are based on very, very specific Hertz frequencies, which are called the Sophagio frequencies. Um, these are all based on Pythagorean math. So there's a great deal of, you know, of math and science um, behind this, behind these. Um, but there's nine sets of nine numbers. They all add up to either three, six, or nine. And there's no zeros in any of those, those numbers. Um, yeah, they were last used like in the 1600s in the Gregorian chants. Um, and then the church claims that they lost those frequencies sometime during. They actually changed the tunings. Yes, they did. Did you know they changed? They did. Because they're off by four, uh, four decimals or four. Uh, yeah, hertz. instead of using 432, which is yeah, the frequency we should be tuning our instruments, yeah. um, we use, um, it's 440 that is yes. used. So, you know, you can get a chromatic tuner, all the, all the uh, musicians listening can actually, if, you know, tune their instruments mm -hmm. to that yes. instead. And then you get the exact frequency for each chakra or, mm -hmm. you know, you're in that musical magic tone right yeah, there. Yeah, because the, the 440 literally separates, yeah, yeah, because we have brain, not just the brain here, we also have brain tissue in the heart and in the gut. Um, using 440 actually separates and doesn't allow the frequency of those, you know, different sections of brain tissue to communicate with each other, um, the, you know, very efficiently. Where usually, you know, by tuning instruments to 432, it allows that connection between those different brain tissues to connect much better and, you know, and, you know, much more efficiently for, you know, higher frequency communication. This is like a whole other show, right? Um, I mean, yeah, it, such, it really I is. I could talk about it forever. It's so interesting. Mm -hmm. So I just want to make sure I don't forget all the beautiful things you do because I want to go through what I saw on your beautiful website. You have Ascension Tool artwork to assist us in realigning with our original blueprints and awakening our dormant DNA, yep. connecting us to divine energy. Yeah, so that is, and that's mostly the mandalas because when you get into those Hertz frequencies and really, really working with the Sophagio frequencies, they are the frequencies used to sing our universe into existence. Therefore, they can help us realign with our original blueprint. Even our own sun puts off frequency 528. Everything is a frequency. Mm -hmm. Yes. Really interesting. You can, you can measure different things and they all have a certain Hertz. Yes. They do. So interesting. You know, on an, on another podcast episode, we discussed this. I'll put the link in the bio in case anyone wants to listen to it. Uh, I want to um, listen to it. <laughs> it was really interesting. We, we got deep into this, um, into all the different hertz and frequencies and even like, you know, what different body organs are and how you can match up sound to mm -hmm. heal your body. Um, it, it was quite a, a very interesting scientifically mathematical and musical podcast <laughs> it was really cool 
So the solfeggio mandalas you were talking about, each one has a specific frequency as well as audios with the crystal singing bowl meditations I saw. Mm -hmm. So how is your process in creating those? Let's, I would love to know your process in creating those. Uh, in creating the mandalas, I actually used um, um, an app on my phone that so that you could go in and literally adjust it to, to what specific you know, hertz frequency you want to listen to. And it's just a free app. Oh, you got to text that to me. That's really cool. Have you ever done digital artwork on an iPad with the Apple pen yet? Pencil? No, I have not. Um, all my artwork is now the mandalas. Um, most of them were, I did the original line work on the computer. Um, just to help me keep the symmetry of the mandala. Um, and then but a lot of times even you know once i printed that out and then started coloring it in by you know obviously by hand with um the originals were done with color pencil um a lot of times they change as, as i continued to listen because i'd listen to that frequency the whole time i was working you know anytime i was working on it and each mandala took me about 30 to 40 hours from you know from start to finish so you have this uh, you know, guideline for the, keep the shapes and the, the pattern or the spacing of the mandala correct. And then once, what kind mm -hmm. of paper are you drawing on and what kind of materials are you actually drawing with? Um, I used Prismacolor color pencils just, and it, and it was on, um, you know, artist drawing paper. And then, and then after that is complete and you finish your creation, how do you get it? What do you scan it to get it on? Your um, yes. Then I scanned them. Uh-huh. This is yes. so cool. I was just always curious how artists did that. <laughs> yeah, and um, you know, there are some companies if yeah, I yeah, the, those original ones are literally just on eight and a half by eleven paper. So it yeah, it was very easy for me to scan them myself, but there are companies out there that can scan larger artwork as well. And I have had that done and and you know, in some of my other pieces. Yeah. You know, I was thinking do you think there's a difference between receiving DNA activations or light codes through art visually or through hearing meditations and sound frequency? I think both are very beneficial. I do too. I was just wondering if you felt there was a difference or it's all good, right? We're all getting I to think the it's, same. Yeah, it's some people are just more visual than others and some people are more audio. So do what works for you. True, true. Do you post uh, your meditations, some of them on YouTube? Um, because I know you have digital download purchases on your website. For um, yeah, um, I had the ones that were recorded in a sound studio. Um, I have in a CD format or a digital download. Um, during this COVID um, experience that we're going through, I did do a couple, um, just recorded them literally just sitting here in my own apartment. So those are um, for free on YouTube. Awesome. See that all these good things happened when we were forced to stop and go within. Yeah. We had to do something. <laughs> we had to do something. <laughs> that is so funny. You stated, and I quote, I use art as a way to connection with the divine and with the universe with the intention of helping others to recognize the divine within themselves. I love that quote. Thank you. Really beautifully said. I want to tell others how to find you. So to learn more about Susan Walter, you can visit her website, Susan Walter 
art.com. And as mm -hmm. always, the link to uh, will be in the description of this episode. And any other information you'd like to share or final comments? Please uh, just find some way to meditate and take care of yourself during this time. Beautiful. Yeah, find some peace and some joy. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for sharing your talents with us today. And may this podcast episode bring many blessings to you and your art and your mission and your business. And if anyone is listening, I highly suggest checking out her website. Uh, it's beautiful. Her artwork is just stunning. I have a few quick announcements. The essential oil of the day is coming up, and then we will conclude the show with a short unity prayer. I usually select an essential oil for each show inspired by the topic or guest, and today's essential oil of the day is inspiration. Inspiration is made up of a blend of pure essential oils that were traditionally used by native people of Arabia, India, and North America for enhancing spirituality and meditation. It provides an invigorating aroma that builds an atmosphere of positive energy. And this blend contains cedarwood, black spruce, myrtle, coriander, royal Hawaiian sandalwood, frankincense, bergamot, vetiver, lingalang, and geranium. There are many high-frequency oils such as frankincense and sandalwood and in this blend. And it, if you work with this oil, it will very much help raise the frequency of your body. I also enjoy using this oil when I want to boost my creativity and connect with my angels and create art, writings, meditations, and music. So I love to apply this oil topically to my chest or my in inner wrists. I also put a few drops in the diffuser while I'm creating. And it's just a lovely oil. So that is the oil of the day. To find out more, you can click the essential oil tab at the bottom of my website at tapofthepolaris.com or click the essential oil link in the description of this episode. My guided meditation album to balance the chakras infused with healing frequency music will be released very soon. I finished mixing and recording and we are mastering this Thursday. So we're almost done. I cannot wait to share it with all of you. I'm getting chills in my body as I'm speaking about it. It came out so beautiful. If you're interested in being notified when that is being released, you can join my mailing list. Also, I have a sacred healing space called Hands in Harmony Holistic Spa in Franklin Square, New York. And I offer intuitive Reiki energy healings, essential oil raindrop technique massage, and infrared sauna sessions. And of course, remote healings are always available via Zoom. We have some amazing guests coming up to look forward to in the future shows. So please subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out. And to be a guest or to recommend someone for this podcast or to inquire about sponsoring the show, please use the contact form on my website. So thank you to everyone listening and holding the space with us today. We also have a lot of new listeners on an app called Overcast. So I just wanted to give you guys a shout out. Hello, hello. We're going to do the final prayer meditation now. Place your hands together in gasho, palms facing each other, and hold in front of your chest with your thumbs resting on your heart. Relax your body and quiet your mind. Be present in this moment. Take a deep breath in and out. Release what does not serve you and relax your hands down by your sides 
and imagine a beautiful white light shining down from the sky. It's the healing divine white light of the angelic realm. You are safe, calm, and protected. Connect with your spirit guides, angels, and the divine. Call upon your guardian angel. Ask your guardian angel to help you connect with a creative project you are meant to do. Everyone is creative in their own way. Some of us are artists. Some of us create special events. Some of us care for children. Some of us have jobs. There is always an opportunity to use your creative gifts in some way. Ask for guidance or a message to help you with a creative project. Ask to be used as a vessel to bring joy into your own life as well as others. Believe in your talents, your divine creative gifts, and the ability to connect with your angels. Your guardian angel stands before you and hands you a piece of paper with a message. You take the golden paper and read the angelic message. You say thank you for this guidance. Your guardian angel now places her hands above your head and blesses you. You are open to receive this divine blessing in prayer. You are grateful for this time with your guardian angel and give thanks for your many blessings. You are a talented, creative being of love and light. You will use your creativity and talents to shine your light on the world. You are full of love and joy and divine frequencies from this angelic blessing. All of your angels are available to you. All you have to do is call upon them and ask for help. We give thanks for our angels, our spirit guides, for the life experience of all the lessons we're learning. time to return to your body. Take a deep breath in and out. Wiggle your fingers and toes. Shrug your shoulders gently up and down. Take a moment to acknowledge the incredible divine consciousness that you are. You are love and light. You are a spiritual being having a human experience. You are part of the universe and it would not be the same without you. Live in the light, spread the light, be the light. Thank you for holding this space with us today. May your hearts be filled with love and light. Keep your eyes wide open for signs from your angels. Many blessings to you and looking forward to being with you next Tuesday.